I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay. Hello. Hello. Uh, Hello. Hello. Francis, Hello. let me talk. Okay, sorry, it's difficult because you're not here. Um, <laughs> so I'll just do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to part two of Private Parts Podcast, where I will be reading my diary. Jamie will be uh, giving some comment and feedback. <laughs> and I will also be uh, interviewing Annabelle Wallace and Jake Johnson uh, of The Mummy fame. <laughs> Um, and, and, and Jake Johnson <laughs> is that how you you should be way more excited about it well, I no, am I, interviewing I, Jake Johnson I was so excited about it I had to um, I actually I do know who Jake Johnson is at first I wondered if it was that guy who was singing the banana pancakes or whatever it was. for Jack Johnson <laughs> but that's a different Johnson no relation apparently um, but no and then I realised that he's the guy in New Girl which is obviously one of my favourite shows yeah um, uh, uh, and Annabelle Wallace, of course, is is from Peaky Blinders. Uh, if you remember, she's the beautiful uh, girl in that. Did you did you fancy um, her? Uh, yeah, I mean, she's incredibly beautiful and charming, and and and, uh, and uh, uh, well, you shall see how we all got on. <laughs> got on like a house on fire, actually. Well, it was my first. It was my first kind of one of these press junket things. So. I was a bit nervous. It, it, it's nerve-wracking, isn't it? It's kind of scary, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a bit... I don't know, hopefully it went all right. Were you... Were you how, did you find it scary? No, no, I mean, not, not scary. Because I'd just given a speech in front of, like, 200 people. Like, I'd come straight from that. So it was less daunting than that, but it was more like I didn't want to run out of things to ask them. 
Did you run a, um, Did you run other things to ask them? Did you say Did you say at one point Sorry guys I've just I've just run out of chats <laughs> Yeah Although apparently I Well I did ha- make a bit of a Faux pas Because I didn't realise That one of the girls what, Who one of the girls Was in the film The other one Sophia or whatever um, <clears throat> Sophia Butella but anyway, well, we'll get into that. Well, well listen, I'm you... now going to read my diary. No, you're not reading your diary. We've got so much more to do before that. I know. After I said I'm going to read my diary after all the things we need to do before that. <laughs> do you know we got we got as always, guys. We got so many emails through, which just so, I, I just love it that when we have emails, sick. Yeah, it's so sick, right? We have so many emails through. We have more people telling us where they live, where they're from. We have people from Jersey coming in, United States again, all over the place. Um, we actually uh, to Benji, who is an avid listener, we actually got an email back from Georgie at last about his date. Oh, what, what was her excuse for being so flaky? Sh- sh- shall I read it to you? Yeah. Hi, guys. Loving the podcast as ever and your YouTube channels. I was hoping Paul Benji would have had more luck and, had been for- and have been forgotten. Sadly, I seem to be his only option. And I don't know what to say. The thing, the thing is, I've really gone off him. I can oh, see why no. he... I can see why he didn't fare well on Tinder. I, put, I can't put my finger on what exactly it is, but he seems to be lacking a certain je ne sais quoi. Please let him down gently for me and tell him maybe this dating game isn't for him. On the other hand, what? you, Francis, with your quick wit and Jamie with your childlike sense of wonder seem much more fun. Sadly, you both are taken. If you ever not, let's go for a drink and see what rabbit, what rabbit hole leads down. Much love and keep up the good work, Georgie. P.S. Dump that gold-digging, unappreciative... Fr- Frankie, you're far too nice. <laughs> so when you and Frankie break up and I beat the Jamie, you've got a backup. That's handy. <laughs> oh my god! So Benji, we've let you down. We've let you down slowly on that one. If you <laughs> you're just listening to the podcast, that's the reason behind it. That's so. Um, that's so I ruthless know. of her. I know. I give, know. She's, she's telling him to give up on the dating game altogether <laughs> and become some celibate hermit. I know. I know. I don't get it. Okay, we have um, Benji. We, we disagree. We also have a question. You ready for this? Yes. So this question is from Lloyd Proger. He says, Hi guys, I've caught up on all your podcasts over the past two weeks whilst at work, and each episode had me in tears of laughter, of which is normally non-existent due to working in an accounts department. My girlfriend and I are currently planning a trip to Dubai next year and wondering if you would, Jamie, recommend any excursions. We have a few friends there, but would like to explore by ourselves. We're listening from Kent. Humbred, angry Toyota Prius drivers. That's what he wants a humbra to be. Don't stop with the podcasts. Uh, Question for you all What's the best way to tell your girlfriend that you're going on a fourth lad's holiday? I've been to Malia Zanti and this year is Ibiza. Cheers, fellas. Lloyd. Um, I guess. You've never been been on a lad's holiday, have you, Tom or Francis? (laughs) What? What? That's just. I have. No, you haven't. Yeah. You have? Where to? Where did you go, Francis? I was proper invited. Um, you were? Yeah, I went to. I went with you to to Marbella. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. We went to Marbella together, and I I had a panic attack. <laughs> I had a panic attack oh, in, yeah. the, in, in the in the day pool party. Got in a taxi to get home and left my phone in the taxi. Then had to go searching for it on the iPad. And you know when you go find your iPhone, I went find my iPhone, and it was in a hotel room. And I was banging on the door. They wouldn't open it. <laughs> Oh my god! 
And actually, oh. no, I went on a, uh, I went on a lads' holiday to uh, Estonia as well. That was that was quite. Yeah, I went on a stag day to Estonia. It's quite um. It's quite fun. Yeah, it's quite fun. Uh, you, and then guys I went, probably, uh, you, you guys probably went to strip clubs and things like that, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I went few. to casino. <laughs> yeah. Then, um, and then I went on a, uh, a yeah a lads trip to Miami once that was quite fun. Well, we also got an email from Emily S. who says, Dear Jamie and Francis, um, I'm listening from Hong Kong. Surprise. Thank you for making this podcast. It's great fun listening to it during my morning commute to work. I have a private problem here and would like to hear your perspectives as guys. So I'm 24. I have never been in a formal relationship. Expect the fact that I dated a girl last year for eight months, which weren't very (coughs) physical at the time. Until then, I learned that I was probably bisexual or gender fluid, but I wasn't brave enough to explore. Question, would a guy care if a girl has an ambiguous sexual or sexually experienced haven't been in a relationship? Thank you so much. Um, I, don't, I, I don't think it's like too much of it. I think it's probably good to explore, but I think ultimately... But, but as a guy... Yeah, you if, as, long as, you're, as long as you're committed to... You know the fact that you are actually. You yeah, but as a guy, would you would you would you mind if your girlfriend was a bisexual before? Bef- before, as in. Well, as in had a has a, had a same sex relationship. Well, I think I think most girls are, aren't they? They've had those sorts of. <laughs> How do you know that? How do you know that? I just I'm just <laughs> that's just what I've heard. A lot of girls have these experiences. Are you, you've heard that? I think more. I think girls are more gender. Sorry, not gender. <laughs> sexually uh, uh, fluid or whatever. You know. But you've you've had a same sex experience, haven't you? No. Have you? Have you not? No, I haven't. No. Never. Have you? Have you? No. I, no, I haven't. I've already said no. I haven't. Have you? No. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> not even. At, not even at Leeds. You didn't. Uh, you didn't have a few. Exper- you didn't experiment, Jamie. Tom, have you? Uh, no, no, I haven't. You didn't answer that, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, you were no, on a I drama haven't. course. So, I mean, yeah, all things happen on drama courses. <laughs> we won't judge. I heard it was quite popular up at least. <laughs> um, Francis, um, what is uh, the answer to your question of the week? Jamie didn't actually answer either of those people's questions. Oh, God, uh, sorry. I, I got so involved. <laughs> Listen, I think, I think as a guy, to be honest, as a guy, I don't think... I, I would have no no worries at all. I think that it's actually super healthy to have like it's be sexually experienced. You, 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 you told me once it turned you on, didn't it? <laughs> it didn't turn me. It doesn't turn me on, but it's. Do you know what we actually? You know, you know England, yeah, the UK. Uh, the the do you know no. the most you know porn England. You know the UK. Do you know what the most porn we Google? What by we do you mean we you? Google? No, no, as in, as in, as in the population. What, 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 what porn, porn we, what, <laughs> what porn we watch on a whole as a as a country? What, what, what type? What genre of porn? Um, girl on girl. Yeah, it's girl on girl. That's what we watch the most. Yeah. And do you know? Do you know what Russia watch the most? What? Anal. Really? <laughs> yeah, they, they really what like do Americans. What, what, what watch the most? Uh, Americans, I, I can't remember. I, th- I think it's lesbian as well. I think. And what do you watch the most? I don't watch porn. Ladyboy. Ladyboy. <laughs> Why would I watch Ladyboy porn? Because you're into that kind of stuff. Aren't you? <laughs> and, what, and what about the guy who said he needed help? Um, <laughs> his girlfriend. He's going to holiday again. 
with the with the lads. Oh yeah, with the strap on that you. I I I think so. With the guy, so with with Lloyd, I think the way you 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 stress it to your girlfriend is you lie. You just tell her that you're not going on a lads' holiday, and then Jamie, you just, that's terrible advice. I think that's what as, you long, do. as long as as long as you guys have trust in the relationship, just be honest with her and say, look, it's another lads' holiday. I'm sorry you're not coming, but I'm going to take you on a lo- lovely holiday to. Dubai to stay at the one and only. So. Oh, I love that. Killing a bird with one, two birds with one stone, Francis Ball. I like it. Yeah. Killing um, a bird with one stone. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> Killing a bird with two stones. Is that what I said? Yeah. yeah I think so. <laughs> That's just brutal. <laughs> you are a psychopath. Francis, um, what is your answer to the question of the week? Um, between six to nine pounds of bacteria we have in all of our bodies. To between six and nine pounds. Yeah. So did Jamie get it right? Yeah, you got it basically right. You were one pound off. Well, what's that in? What's that in kilograms? Um, I think a kilo is twelve or fourteen pounds. Let me see, kilo to pounds. Sorry, it's pretty close. Uh, oh no, sorry. One kilogram is two pounds. So, actually, whoever said. Three kilos. I said two and a half. Two and a half. Oh, so you were right. Tom, you were right. That's the yeah. first one we got right. Nailed it. Nailed it, my uh, friend. Yeah. No. That was well. Well done. Um, um, so. Um, okay. So I, now, I'm now going to read my diary to all, all of you who are listening. Amazing how many listeners we've got now. Amazing. I love um, it. They're just. They're, you know. They're just. They're loving it. Apparently. <laughs> It's great. That's absolutely great. So, um, Fran- so Francis. So my- okay, my diary. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> no, no, <it's> not- <laughs> I have such an interesting life. No, it's not. Okay, okay. Um, Monday. <clears throat> I'm worried I might be going mad. I have some fairy lights on the roof, and there's a plug at the end of them. And last night, whilst I was entertaining some guests. We lost the lights and the plug had disappeared. I had to resort to bringing a standing lamp from the living room that was basically a floodlight and blinded everyone. It really put a damper on the fairy lit ambiance I'd sold everyone on. It, I turned the place upside down looking Who, for this who's plug. Who's everyone? Who's everyone? Uh, what, do you want me to name names? <laughs> No, I just don't. Everyone in the flat. They see Annabelle Wallace, Jake Johnson, Tom Cruise, all the guys from The, the Mummy. Was it more than the four people we had last time? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, it was quite a few people. Okay, um, yeah. It, it was a real dampener on the fairy lit ambiance I'd sold everyone on. So I turned the place upside down, looking for the plug, whilst everyone else got on with the floodlit party. But it was nowhere to be seen. I thought... Perhaps someone had thrown it away, which infuriated me, and I eventually gave up and slumped in a chair whilst the party continued around me. Are you all right? Katie said. Yes, I said. But I think deep down she knew I wasn't. It sounds like Winnie the Pooh. I don't really... <laughs> well, that's very flattering. Are you all right? Are you all right? Piglet said to Pooh. Yes, said Pooh. Is <laughs> she Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, well, that's quite funny. Similar. Similar story, actually. (laughs) Um, But I think deep down she knew that I wasn't. Eventually, everyone gradually started peeling... uh, Eventually, everyone started tapering off, which luckily helped with the noise levels. I wouldn't want to wake the baboons. 
The only downside... <laughs> the only downside to everyone finally leaving my party is that it left me with a terrible mess to clean up. As I was salvaging the condiments left behind after the barbecue but were, perfectly still, were still perfectly usable, I suddenly spotted in the middle of the landing on the way down to my flat an area which I had turned upside down looking for this missing piece of my fairy lights. The closer I got, my world suddenly made less sense. I felt as though I was walking through a Salvador Dali painting, surreal and confusing. There, in the centre of the floor, was delicately placed the piece of plastic I had longed for. Was I crazy? I had just looked there and seen nothing. Perhaps it was one of those optical illusions your mind plays on you when you can't look, when you, when you, when you can't find the butter in the fridge, but the next time you look, it's right there. Wait, hang on, can we just establish something, that why would Tom and I not invite her to your barbecue? It was impromptu, a very impromptu thing. I mean, I'm in London, I could have come over. I could have come over too. It's quite a from East London, isn't it? Well, yeah. um, yeah. Okay, well, you guys will will be invited to my next barbecue. I just don't believe you. Don't worry. (laughs) You will, you will. When's it going to be? Can I have a bit of warning? Yeah, can we have an invite now? Yes, you, you are invited next Friday. <laughs> Be there. <laughs> next Friday. Uh, was I crazy? I just looked there and seen nothing. Perhaps it's one of those optical illusions your mind plays on you when you can't find the butter in the fridge. But the next time you look, there it is, right where you seem to have been looking. Psychologists say that, this is, that, that, that when you jump to conclusions before properly looking, looking, your brain has a way of totally rejecting any clear evidence and therefore you see no butter. Did this happen to me? I suddenly realised that I had forced Katie to come and look for me, uh, look with me earlier, and she confirmed that I wasn't insane, it was definitely not there. So someone, right, had, had taken the piece of the, the fairy lights, yeah. which mm-hmm. were central to my party atmosphere. <laughs> and I'd looked, I spent a, a probably good hour whilst everyone was getting on with the party looking for this piece of plastic it ruined your ambiance ruined my ambiance I had to get a fucking floodlight <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> and then after everyone's gone I come down and it's right there where I've been looking the whole time it's who, just, who was it do you think <clears throat> I have no idea so so I sat there and wonder who had played this cool, cruel trick on me and an attempted an amusing joke at my expense and then I realised the baboons <laughs> you can't always blame everything on the baboons, Francis. Well, I don't know who else it could have been, unless my friends thought it would be funny. But then they were the, the jokes on them because they had to endure the darkness or the floodlit, blinding light. Um, was it? Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, I, I feel like a, a ruined ambiance is one of the worst things in the entire world. Well, I, I happen to agree with you, and I know from experience. Um, so, uh, you know. I also need to get some candles, I think, to be uh, a backup, just in case. Well, actually, I don't need to now because I have a bit of plastic, so I'll... God, it's just all too late. Um, <laughs> too little too late. I wonder maybe he used it to, like, charge something. He was, like, using it... He had a plug which needed that or yeah, maybe. little wire. Who? Which had Who that. the baboon? Who are we talking about? Yeah. Tuesday. I woke up this morning and was out the door bright and early, like, I, like how I like to start every Tuesday. Um, Katie and I (laughs) I thought that was actually just going to be Tuesday I woke up nice and early and got bright out of the door Okay, yeah, Tuesday, go Okay Katie and I went for breakfast 
And then I headed off to Universal Pictures office. Wait, to oh, it sounded Chinese there. To the Universal Pictures offices to watch a movie in the screening room there at 10 a.m. More how precisely. is it? How is it watching a movie at 10 a.m. in the morning? Is it weird? Well, I'll get to that. Yeah. And more precisely, to watch a screening for press of the new Mummy movie. I'm interviewing Annabelle Wallace and Jake Johnson tomorrow about it all. And sorry. About it. I'm sorry, my punctuation's terrible in this. Obviously, I was rushing. Um, I'm interviewing Annabelle Wallace and Jake Johnson tomorrow about about the movie, and it was my first ever press junket. So it's probably a good thing I watch it and do some research on both of them, so I know what's going on. I arrived at Universal at 10 a.m. on the dot, and needed to be told that the film wasn't starting until 10:45. Typical. I realised that arriving so early is probably quite uncool, and I would appear very overly keen. So I snuck off for a coffee to kill some time. <laughs> I also realised that the mummy was going to be in 3D, and something about this often puts me to sleep. I remember falling asleep within the first 15 minutes of Avatar and missing pretty much the entire movie. I don't know if you guys get this, but with those 3D glasses, maybe yeah, do, you, sort of, do you not get seasick put, whenever you have it? If, if no, it, fall, it puts me right to sleep. It's like I mean, it's like I'm a baby in the back of a car. It makes me really tired. Like yeah, I watch after something exhausted. Yeah, no, it, I, it I was, makes I, me seasick. I don't even like watching things in 3D anymore because it's just too intense. Yeah, it, it 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 it's almost not worth it. It's a bit gimmicky. Also, they don't make prescription 3D glasses, so yeah. I, I have to basically place two glasses on my <laughs> nose, and it really actually hurts my nose. I don't know if it's the shape of my nose or the fact that it's two glasses or, or whatever. Your nose, your, to be honest, your nose is a weird shape, though. Um. I think I, a lot of people say it's a nice shape. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad shape, it's just a strange, it's an odd shape. Yeah, yeah. You've got quite a bulbous nose. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> don't you? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. <laughs> Continue okay, so your diary. I remember falling asleep within the first 15 minutes of Avatar and missing pretty much the whole movie. So I thought I should ready myself with a large dose of caffeine to avoid this happening again. And as a result, a rather awkward interview tomorrow. 
I have to admit, I was quite excited about seeing the Mummy remake. I couldn't really remember what happened in the first Mummy trilogy, but I remember Brenda, Brenda Fraser, Brendan Fraser being in them. And it was one of those. It was one of the less cringy, cringe-worthy performances. Do you not remember in the Mummy though when they used to have those scarab beetles that used to crawl inside you and climb yeah. up? That was awful. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I just remember Brendan Fraser being in them and it being one of his least cringy performances. I did like Encino Man, though. I don't know if you guys have seen Encino Man. I haven't. You've missed out if you haven't. They ushered us into the screening room and told us to turn off our phones, which caught me totally off guard as I had planned on making notes as, uh, on mine as I watched. This did, however, completely allow me to focus on the film, and whilst I was not expecting much, I was pleasantly surprised and found the film supremely enjoyable. Basically, Tom Cruise and Jake Johnson are, are, are Johnson are looters of rare architect. Arthur, 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 why can I not read? <laughs> Should we do a spoiler alert for this? Or? No, no, it's not a spoiler. It's just this is just a bit general synopsis. Okay. Basically, Tom Cruise and Jake Johnson are looters of rare artifacts in Mesopotamia, operating under the cover of a forward reconnaissance unit for the U- unit for the U.S. military. They stumble upon an Egyptian sarcophagus buried under the Iraqi desert. And they are put under a curse by a rather rebellious Egyptian princess who has been mummified alive for thousands of years. I sympathise with them, as once a juju priest placed a curse on me and my business partner in West Africa on the orders of a Ghanaian conman who was trying to steal our our equipment. Now, I'm a pretty sceptical person, but everything started going wrong. For several months, the business was on its knees. And eventually, I succumbed to my workers begging us to perform a cleansing ritual with a different juju priest and the curse was apparently lifted. Now, weirdly, everything turned a corner and started going well. Uh, I... <laughs> this is actually completely true. <laughs> okay, keep going. Uh, every, and everything start, start, turned a corner. Now, call me crazy, but... Oh, where did I put that? <laughs> Oh, anyway. Anyway, seriously. Yes, so I sympathised with them about them being cursed. The film had laughter, gore, mystery, action, even Russell Crowe starring as an apparently immortal Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Or the other way around, isn't it? Dr. Hyde and Mr. Jekyll. No, it's Dr. Jekyll, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, yeah. Yeah. This seemed a bit out of left field, so I imagine they are setting up a spin-off franchise with him. You heard it here first. Rather bizarrely... For Hollywood, there was there were no sex scenes. I wasn't sure if I found this refreshing or disappointing, considering Sophia Butella and Annabella Wallace were in it. Perhaps a wasted opportunity. And uh, jump to Wednesday, uh, which is the day I woke up and had to run and give a fifty sorry a, a sort of half an hour talk to about two hundred advertising executives about the future of our monetary system, and then go and interview Jake Johnson and Annabelle Wallace. What? So, so, were you nervous? It's nerve-wracking, isn't it? It was, it was kind of nerve-wracking, but obviously I'd just done a talk to 200 people, so that felt a bit more nerve-wracking, and I got over that, so it was kind of comparatively not so bad. Um, out in cinemas on June the 9th is the new Mummy remake starring Tom Cruise, Jake Johnson, and Annabelle Wallace. And I was uh, given the opportunity to go and speak to Jake Johnson and Annabelle Wallace about the movie and about their private parts and uh, here is how it went I uh, love the film I thought, oh, it was, I thought it was great thanks Thank Frankie you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so just to tell you a bit about what 
private parts is we, me and my friend Jamie Ooh. Lang, yes. we do this podcast where we kind of, obviously because we lead such interesting lives, we read our diaries from the week before Wow! Uh, and talk about our most intimate uh, and sordid details. Ooh, so, my kind of podcast. So, yeah, well, you must listen to it. So um, <laughs> in light of that, I'd just like you guys to tell me a bit about, well, start with you, uh, Annabelle, what have you been up to the past week? I have been on a number of long-haul flights. Yeah. <laughs> I have had a little bit too much alcohol in some places. You were drinking there? Kind Even of. with that crew? Kind of. Kind of, yeah. In Egypt? Um, in Egypt. You know what? In no, Egypt? no, where, where, where oh. have you been the past Oh, I, week? I went from Los Angeles to, to uh, Sydney for our premiere there, then from Sydney to Taipei, oh, wow. Taipei to so. Madrid, then to Paris, now in London. Oh, lovely. Well, you've been all over the place. All over the world. Beat uh, that, uh, I've been all over the world too. Yeah, uh, from Japan. You weren't in the same place. No, no, no. no, no. Okay. I went with the biggest stars in the country. Who'd you go with? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been home. I've, okay, uh, just been at uh, home. I'm in the process of moving. So, oh really? Where are you yeah. moving to? A uh, different section of Los Angeles. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So keeping it in. Got to keep it in LA. Yeah, of course. I become a California guy through and through. Are you from California? Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Right in the Midwest. Uh, <clears throat> the yeah. great United States of America. Yeah. Well, I'm half wrong, American. Wrong room. Wrong oh. room. I'm half American. Oh, you so, are. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Your mom or your dad? My mother. Yeah. Where in the states? From Louisiana. Ah, Louisiana. Oh, wow. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I I lived there for a while, but I've got it. I've never been to Chicago. Actually. You really didn't pick up the accents. Well, I, I do, <laughs> do you know what? Having having moved back and forth, I've had, you know, I've had a twang here and there. Can you do a Louisiana? Is that right? Location. Like, location. Well, Annabelle, the, of course I can. Oh, oh I like actually, it. Actually, speaking of accents, you yes. have an American accent in the film, don't you? Um, no, it's kind of English. Mid-Atlantic. Uh, yeah, I, I was a bit confused by my own accent, actually. I watched it and I thought... If, Where is she from? <laughs> where did she decide? Well, because you're originally from Oxford, right? I am born in Oxford. I grew up in Portugal. I went to an international school with 42 different nationalities in my year. So I used to change my voice so that other kids could understand. So it's left me a bit confused. I also went to an international school, and so I had a sort of international school American accent when I was younger. It's kind what? Of, it was, you know, there's like sort How of American How did you end up with this lovely British accent? Well, I guess I, I spent most of my school days here. I was at boarding school. Oh, here, wow. So. Yeah, what oh. is your accent, actually? It's... <laughs> Just it's, a mix. It's mid-Atlantic. No, mid no. Yes. You call this mid-Atlantic? Yeah. It's international school kids. Yeah, international school. We all school. have the same accent. Oh, you do? Yes. It's cool. <laughs> it's so it's mad cool, at me. cool, Jake. Get so jealous. Yeah, well... Well, I, yeah, so I was going to say, is that, is that weird doing an American accent whilst acting in England as an English As a person? guy with an American accent, she wasn't doing an American accent. <laughs> you can call it the international school accent if you want, but yeah. as... An American in this room, we can't call it an American accent. I wasn't trying for American. <laughs> How is your British accent? Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's perfect. Perfect. Go on. <laughs> Go on, yeah. Cheers. Oh, that's not yeah, so bad. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's perfect. That, that's spot on, actually. Yeah. Did the mummy, yeah. Here, do one for us, yeah. I'm At Corinthia, yeah. <laughs> It's a little oh, fish and chips. I like to be easily amused. <laughs> that, is, that is really good, actually. Oh, thanks, thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got to get on the underground now, yeah. 
So, um, so, so, oh, in the past week, you've been all over the place. What is something exciting that's happened? Well, obviously, probably a lot of exciting. <laughs> Maybe know, tell me something embarrassing that's happened over the past week. Oh my God, embarrassing! I don't know if that's appropriate for. Let's hear. Uh, hmm. Well. You know, just, Don't just, censor yourself. The first no, thing no. That came here. It's private parts, so it's really the most yes. sordid details private of, parts, your, private. of the um, past week. You know, I just think there's a lot of, you know, interesting um, uh, awkwardness that Go happens on. when you're tired and you're on mm. planes and they're quite small and you have to change and, and you know, be in your pajamas yeah. with, with people. Oh, really? Who do you have to be <laughs> in your pajamas with? <laughs> She's looking at me the like actors. I'm part of this. I'm not part with of this. Actors. There was with, no with bed. There was, there was, there was, we had a plane coming from Sydney to Thailand. There was no bed, so I had to sleep in the bed with Sophia. So I, we spooned. Oh, being right. a mummy. So that I mean, but Is that, that wasn't awkward. That was actually really hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, a, I like, like that. Well, that I woke d- you Sophia, up. who? Sophia the. Potella. Oh, yes. Yes. Go yes. On. Yeah, that the is mummy. quite hot. Well, I can imagine that. Yeah. Though. That's, uh, Let your mind. I, I'm fortunately I can't help it. <laughs> um, so okay, that well that's so. And, and what about you, Jake? What what what's embarrassing or yeah, exciting, no, no. or any similar situations to? Yeah, I, any I was, guy on guy yeah, sleeping <laughs> arrangements. Me and my buddy Steve were in our pajamas. Not <laughs> <laughs> in the same bed, I guess. That's embarrassing. Uh, that is exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure for some. Yeah. <laughs> Very few, I bet. Uh, oh God! So, so uh, tell me about actually filming. I mean, it, obviously, it's all about this evil lurking in the shadows, trying mm-hmm. to find its way in. Um, so, I mean, did you have to have some kind of metaphysical eyeline? Which you do? You, did you draw on some evil encounter in your real life that you? Um, <laughs> have you encountered evil? Um. No, not not really. I, I'd like to say that I, I like to attract the good in the mm. world. But, you know, I think it was all there in front of us. The sets were so incredibly... Well, you yeah. had a couple like, of things that were... Uh, didn't you have something in a car where you had to do green screen and... Oh, yes. Uh, I remember you saying something at the um, commentary. Uh, oh, what, the, the... When you the, were, like, fighting something but not seeing it? Oh, yes. We, oh, right. in the um, ambulance scene, I have to... Stab at, at something oh, that's yes. not there, and we did it about fifty times. Yeah. So it was, yeah, really? there was uh, yeah moments that it got a little hairy in that sense. And what were you, were you channeling any experiences on there? Just just, just channeling of... myself in yeah. the mornings when I'm overtired <laughs> and you know a little little cranky. That never happens, does it? That's a lie. Well, what so what were your kind of what was your favourite part about filming? when you're on set I suppose you know working on a Tom Cruise movie there Tom has a real energy about him Mm. and so he he makes the whole cast and crew feel like you're part of a team and I'd never been part of a movie that had that feeling yeah we would all do like a daily challenge in the morning where we'd all do like a bunch of squats or something (laughs) yeah yeah. you know do a bunch of fist pumps and get fired (laughs) up and it really pulled me in at first I you know, was not sh- cohesive. Yeah, it does. And then you, you start feeling like you're in this together. So mm. shooting it was a really fun experience because you felt like you were on Team Tom. Yeah. And he wants the movie. I've never met somebody who wants a movie to succeed like he does. Yeah. He deeply wants the fans mm. to love watching it. Mm. And so I've never experienced that. I would definitely want people to like the movies I'm in. But if not, 
I really want to like him. Yeah. Tom really wants people to like him. Mm. And so when you work with him, you're like, oh, I want this scene to go good so that you're happy with it because you want it more than me. Yeah. And so that made it a really fun kind of a movie. So it's kind yeah. of inspiring. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're working, it feels infectious. like you're, yeah, you're on a team and like the best player on the team mm. wants to win the most. Makes everybody else try a little bit harder. So you were filming uh, in in Iraq. Were you, you obviously weren't no. filming in Iraq. But no, like, we were down in Namibia. We were in Namibia. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm. Um, in the Kalahari. No, we were we were in Swakopmund. Swakopmund. Okay. Yes, just just outside in in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. And Jake and I were there for about a month. Yeah, a long time. It was a long time. Oh, lovely. A long Did you get time. A nice time. Um, it was winter there, actually. But yeah, it was still really hot. Yeah, it was still hot. And so <laughs> you, you had a little run-in with a with a with a twig. Oh really? What happened? <laughs> I was trying to find a local casino, and I was oh, wearing yeah. flip-flops. And it's Africa, so everything's a little different. Yeah. And I kicked a branch. As, mm. as you do. As you do when you're not paying attention to where you're walking. And something got stuck in my foot. And I tried to reach. I couldn't get it out. And, you know, it felt pretty bad. And so I went to the hotel spa and I asked if they had tweezers <laughs> yeah. so I could get it out. And the lady looked at it and she goes, you'll have to sit down. And we sat down. She poured alcohol <laughs> on my foot and then said, this is going to hurt. Took a razor, made a big X, and pulled out a thorn that was, was about that huge. big. And she huge. said that that's just something that happens down there. They're like these sticky thorns that if you get near, they just go in. And if you don't get it out, they connect to the skin, and then you... Yeah, well, they have little barbs on them. Yeah, yeah, it's a world of trouble. Yeah. So that happened, and yes, I got a little tan. <laughs> you got a little tan, and you were also cursed in the movie. I was also cursed in the movie. I felt sympathy for I actually been cursed before what the curse well I was I work in Africa and I, I was a curse was put on me by this juju oh in like a real like yeah like in the in, in the, real in life in the bush yeah and so what life. happened did you did you actually well, feel a change or so do you know what I'm I'm not a superstitious person sure. and uh, and I was out there you know I was living out there for three years and Working out there, and uh, this guy who was basically he he was he was upset with me and my business partner and because uh, well, you were you were mining for something. Well, yeah, but but no no he kind of thought that we'd uh, stolen our own oh. equipment from him because he'd put a curse to take our equipment and then oh, it was a, and then anyway it was anyway it, it was a big long story but but I ended up having to pay a juju. To, get, priest, the curse to off. get the curse off. Wow. And everything, it was weird. I'm not a superstitious person, but everything started going wrong. Like after, like the after, curse this, after, after the curse That's happened, really... everything started going wrong. Wow. I won't go into how wrong, but it was pretty bad. Well, I'm a fan of the Chicago Cubs, and we just broke as a team a 108 year curse. <gasps> the team was cursed that they would never win a World Series in baseball. Oh yeah, exactly. And, they, and the curse now was and it took 108 years. And because someone we, brought a cow or a, or a uh, back in the day, uh, somebody brought a goat to a the stadium goat to the bar or something. No, to the stadium. Oh right. Uh, and they wouldn't let him in, but there was an era of baseball because you know Chicago's surrounded by farms, so you, mm. you used to be able to go from the farm to the game, and it's a midwestern city, so you could bring a goat. But yeah. the Cubs decided to be a modern stadium yeah. and said no and they set a curse on him and it lasted 108 years and the weirdest stuff would happen Yeah, where it would be like a close game in the playoffs and then like a black cat would come <laughs> out of the dugout truly like a, a ball would go right in between people's legs so you didn't know if it was a curse or if because it was talked about a curse people yeah. started believing it well that's the thing if it becomes a sort of self-fulfilling thing when people 
kind of notice things that happen and that reinforces the superstition. No, that's what I always thought. But you would not believe like how many bizarre things happened to happening. me. And and it was more my, my employees there who had gone in and they said, Look, boss, we need to oh, we wow. need to remove the curse. So are they so Oh I, from see, the locals what, from Africa. Love. Yeah they yeah. removed the yeah exactly They're like you are in trouble here. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, you know, they weren't asking for any money or anything. They was just they were just wanted to but they, they wrote these like lists of ingredients like biscuits and various other strange, strange <laughs> well things. I think that inspires you know but so the that's possibility that the mummy might exist great transition so that's mm-hmm. the thing exactly <laughs> so do, do, were you a bit worried maybe like that you might be tapping into some real with this while making this magic? movie yeah no. well if you think about you know uh, Lord Carnarvon and, and Tutankhamun's tomb mm. and, and, well exactly what and the curse yeah. that you know surrounded that well, best of luck, guys. And thank you so much. Thanks so much for bringing me this film. And when did really you get to watch it? Did you watch it? I watched it in the press thing That's on what, Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And I loved it. I mean, Francis, you did well. I've, I feel like you're a good interviewee. Yeah. Were you, were you nervous? Uh, I, was, I was nervous to begin with, but actually Annabelle completely put me at ease. She was very charming and I, I, sp- I, I have to say a bit flirty if you ask me. I, thought, I, I don't know if you guys got that. No, well, no, I didn't, no, no, I didn't get no. them at all. I didn't get that one no? bit actually. No. Jake was a little bit flirty, but maybe <laughs> she was. Jake, <laughs> yeah. she was quite flirty, and uh, she seemed quite interested in in me. You know? <laughs> it seemed like I felt like she was interviewing me at certain points of that interview. Why? Well, like, we, we should just we should just say that we weren't actually uh, paid for that interview, but it was yeah. um, thanks, uh, yeah, we thanks for Universal for, for letting us do it. But it was it was a great opportunity to just get to chat to the stars of the film and and watch it before everyone else. That was yeah. nice. I quite like. It. I yeah. do you know what. I, I, the truth about this is that I feel like not being in the room, you guys, is is not as. I don't feel as warm and as cozy inside. I feel like I'm missing out being in the room with you. Well, I I think it's actually probably better. I I, I prefer it actually. If you just <laughs> if you could just stay in Ibiza, I'll just take your Vespa and why it's fine. Is you, so you're saying you don't miss me one bit, or you guys is lying? Jamie, of course I miss you. <laughs> I mean, I miss that sometimes you bring snacks and there's no snacks yeah. right here, but, um, yeah. yeah. Well, I, we do miss that. Um, also, to I, all I, of I, Yeah. Yes. No, go ahead, Francis. Uh, I was going to say, if you were going to rate this podcast today out of 10, what would you give it? What would I give it? Uh, yeah. I, I would always give it a 10. Yeah, well, I mean... Really? Always? <laughs> Even without me? Even without you, and I'd always give it a 10. No, listen, I mean, it's a different way of doing it. It's different, but um, I feel it's good. And this is why I love our listeners, because our listeners constantly always come back. Uh, They're always there to join in. They always email us. And if you want to email us at privatepartspodcast at gmail.com, please do, because we love to read them out. Um, And we hope that we... You know, the reason for this podcast, as we all say, is just to cheer you up, you know, uh, for an hour a week. And so wherever you are in your commute, if you're in the kitchen, if you're driving home, if you're listening to it in bed at night, um, you know, I hope you, I hope you're enjoying it. Me too. I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, <laughs> tune in next Friday. And if you haven't subscribed, please do subscribe so that you get an alert every time the new um, podcast is uploaded. Sorry, we're late this week, but obviously Jamie is uh, uh, very unreliable. And <laughs> <laughs> but until uh, next week, guys, um, that was Private Parts. Goodbye. See ya. Goodbye. 
Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.